Welcome to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Podcast in Scottsdale, Arizona. We are Christian Disciples in Mission. These past few years, I've been dealing with a personal issue of poor vision. It's been made very challenging to meet my ministry obligations and to deal with certain things that are going on with my eyes. So I went in for surgery on the 8th uh, the other day and uh, was able to see a lot better. And in fact, uh, beforehand, all the staff of the surgery place and the doctors that I would see would say, many people's lives are changed after eye surgery. And they would tell me story after story of people who could barely see, and next thing you know, they can see like a hawk, you know, to see everything. And so that, God will, you know, I was glad that happened to me. So I was able to see the eye doctor first time face to face. I now know what he looks like. Huh? And uh, he came to me on Thursday and, uh, you know, and my first thought was I wanted to thank him. I wanted to thank him for that. And, you know, you could hear in different rooms that he would go and people would shout, thank you, thank you. I can see or I can see better or thank you for correcting that. And it was a lot of thank yous and it was my turn. And uh, his was like, he's a great doctor, you know, don't get me wrong, but it was like, no problem, Lois Lane, I got it, and he moved on, you know, (laughs) that was about it, but I got to really thank him, and then I I heard that, and I said, you know, God, I I wanted to be like that eye doctor, I wanted to be in a profession like his in some way that I could see instant results. That through the skills and knowledge and my hands and all the gifts that God could give me there, that I would hear constantly, thank you. And you know what? Many times it would be instant. Because many people, and there's a long line of people waiting to have surgery. And there are a lot of people every day that come back to them and say, I can see. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And it was instant. And I remember God saying, you know, I, I want to do that. And um, so... I entered into the priesthood because I had that same desire to want to help people. But the problem in the spiritual world, it doesn't work the same, does it? I can give you the sacrament today, and it doesn't mean that you and I will see any better. I can also make an appointment. You can make an appointment with me, and we can talk about your lives and the issues that you want to share and I can maybe pray with you or give you advice or whatever, it doesn't mean you can see instantly. And it isn't like a boatload of long people lining up saying, thank you, Father Eric. Thank you. I can see better now. Thank you. Thank you. No. This, this part of the spiritual world isn't, isn't instant vision. It takes a lot of work. And what a powerful gospel that comes from Luke that is going to lead us into the season of Lent. Luke has Jesus doing what is called the Sermon on the Plain, meaning he is level with the people. And these last couple of Sundays has talked about real stuff that people deal with. And one is not to judge other people. And he does that with a powerful sign today about vision, something that people could understand at that time in a simple way. And he says, look, We all have 20-20 vision when we look at other people and see their faults. We can see things clearly. And we might even say to ourselves, why are they so blind to being that way? Don't they know they're a jerk? Don't they know they're not very bright? Don't they know what they're doing is driving me up the wall? Or how wrong it is that they're doing? We can see clearly about other people. 
And yet, for some reason, when it comes to the vision inwardly, you and I can sometimes not see very well. Our vision is fuzzy. And our vision needs to be healed and cleared by the good physician, Jesus. And Lent is that invitation to really look within. As your eye doctor of spirituality, I'm right there with you because some of you have suffered for a long time with poor vision in your lives. Right now, there are people in our lives that we're not willing to forgive. And we carry that around. And we think about them often, and they live within our minds and in our lives. And sometimes in our weakest moments, we wish them ill. We wish them death. We wish them suffering. And whenever their name comes up, you can tell that it bubbles up again. And it's not, it's festering, and it's not healing. And it's not getting any better. And we try everything, and yet somehow our vision is fuzzy to say, why are we judging that way? Sometimes we're very judgmental with groups. When we're very frustrated with our lives, when we know we're not in control of our lives and all, we tend to generalize groups because specific people of that group have bothered us, and so we take out our anger, and we'll just generalize. All those people are that way. All that group of people, all that particular race or generation or those type of religious or non-religious people, they're all bad, they're all that way, and we tend to generalize, and we have poor vision because we don't see the goodness in people. Jesus today says, do not judge. Now, he doesn't say, don't judge people's actions. There's a big difference because you might leave here today and unfortunately people are going to manipulate you because sometimes Christians forget to read the fine print. That I can be bad, but don't forget, you can't judge me, you have to love me. What Jesus is saying, don't condemn the person with saying they're a bad Christian, a bad person, or condemning them by saying you're going to hell. What you do is speak truth about their actions. I don't like your actions. I think your actions are immoral. They're wrong. They don't speak well of you. And we always do that with charity and love. And there's the big difference. And so we have to look inwardly this Lenten season. And what is it that we can work on? Things that are giving us poor vision. One of the poor visions our country has had right now, because you and I are all going it through other. And when I talk about country, it includes the whole world in dealing with these last couple of years. Part of reason that many Christians and other people act out inappropriately and wound people is because they don't know how to handle their lives not being in control. They have no control, and the control they've had, and they've lived on autopilot for a long time, that now they don't have control. They live in the unknown. And it's hard, and yet most of our lives are unknown. My prayers this week with Ukraine and all that's going on, you and I are concerned about it. I am just as you are. But I've been looking at you, what I call lovingly and affection. Don't get mad, you old people. Just like me. I'm 62, so I'm old there too. Because you're teaching me something. Old people, what was it like living in the unknown in the Cuban Missile Crisis? Do you remember? Do you remember how the world was fearful? You had no control? I mean, the end of the world could have happened. How about us older people in the generation? How about dealing with the culture war 
of segregation. That some of you remember that there are restrooms only for white people, and the other restrooms are for colored people. And you lived through that when there were protests and riots, things that were very scary. You lived for the first time through a war, the Vietnam War, that you can see on your televisions, the horrible reality of war. It wasn't great World War II movies, shooting the enemy and living happily ever after. But we saw for ourselves what war is like, and unfortunately, those veterans took a hit when they came back home because people didn't know how to deal with their anger. It was a difficult time for our country. How about during the Cold War in the 70s and 80s when we worried about nuclear, the Russians and other people blowing up the world? How about the energy crisis? How about these last couple of years with the virus not knowing in the beginning how it was? You've all lived through the unknown, and God's been with you at every moment. And God will bring out of it our eternal good. And now, I don't know what the world's going to be like. Every day is something new with, with Ukraine. We have a, a person that's unstable in Russia leading, causing much suffering. And you and I are sitting here. And we have to be sure that we have to do our best and worry more than just about higher gas prices. We have to worry about people who are suffering and how we can be peacemakers in our world. You older generation, the young people need you at this time because they may have not understood what it's like to live in the unknown. And even some older people aren't doing it well either because we forget the lesson. And we have to know that part of Christianity is living in things we don't control. But we don't live in fear and we don't act out and blame other people and wound other people with words that are divisive and categorizing and hurtful. That's not what Christians do, but yet many Christians are buying into that right now. And so, I don't know, I'd love to tell you what the world's going to be like in the future, but I do know this, that you and I can make a difference in this world and comfort one another. I'm looking to you, owner generation, to remind me you've been through a lot, and yet you got through it, and we will again. But we need to tell younger people who've never experienced this what we're going through. And so Lent really is looking inwardly in our actions and in our behaviors. And so Ash Wednesday begins this Wednesday. Now, the church will be really full because when you give things away to Catholics, they like coming. <laughs> so a lot of people love their ashes. And you know, that's a good thing. It really is a good thing. And I'm so glad you'll be here, and all the times are in the bulletin and our website and all. And we want to see you here for your ashes, but as a sign that you're willing to die and rise with the Lord. And so the Pope is asking everyone to fast and pray for Ukraine and other places in the world that are experiencing such suffering, such violence, such pain in humanity right now. And don't think that, that fasting and prayer is the last resort for weakly people who don't know what to do. It is a way of life. It is causing conversion in our lives that we can be peacemakers in our own neighborhood, but also to call upon God to remember his people, to give him praise as you sang today in the responsorial psalm. So we fast, and on Wednesday and every Friday we don't eat meat. I want to let you know that McDonald's already knows you Catholics don't eat meat on Friday. I don't know if every Catholic knows that or not, huh? 
All the fish fillet sandwiches are ready to go because they know how you Catholics are on Friday. But, you know, if you're a vegetarian, eat meat. I don't know what to tell you. You know, you just do what you got to do. But you know what? It's offering something. It's offering, it's fasting from something. It doesn't have to necessarily be food. It could be anything that could be your social media for the day. It could be maybe fasting from being hurtful words to your family that sometimes you just take out because you're not in a good mood or you're annoyed by them because it's hard living together. And I think to fast from those 40 days, we can do amazing things in 40 days if we choose to. And we can look within. And you never know that that time, through that sacrament, through that appointment, through that prayer, through that act of fasting, you might see better. That doctor went from one room to the other. And every room he went to that I overheard in the hallway, thank you, thank you, I can see. And I got to tell my eye doctor, thank you, I can see again and have my life back. I want to be like that doctor, but I chose the path of spirituality, and it isn't easy, and it isn't instant, but it's wonderful. And whatever 40 days the Lord's going to do with you, be open. It's up to you. If your heart's open, God will help you see things anew. If not, there's always more lengths ahead. And so I ask God to bless us and bless our world. And don't be afraid of living in the unknown. That's what Christians have all the time. Sometimes we just don't know it. We don't know what tomorrow will bring. But we don't have to live in fear. We can live with trust and courage and knowing that we've been through a lot and God will be there with us in the future. Thank you for listening to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Homily Podcast. We are Christian Disciples in Mission 